What's going on, guys? AJ here back again with another episode of the E1 B2 podcast. I'm a bit tired here, but um I'm I'm in a very in a very thoughtful place. Um and I'm thinking about a couple things. So as you guys probably know, Keith Ferrazzi is someone that I look to as a mentor from afar. Obviously, I've not, you know, I've not had the privilege and the honor of meeting him and working with him personally, but um, I respect his point of views and his work. And something I, I think I talked about probably like in episode, I don't know, 60 or 70 or so, uh, at least 100 episodes ago at a minimum, maybe 200 episodes ago now, I talked about how important it is for leaders to to be honest about what they're feeling. You know, something I've been doing recently, now that I'm back in a leadership role of of running a company, multiple companies, and 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 having 15, 20 people looking to me for direction, looking looking to me for support, looking to me for vision, looking to me to to galvanize things. Um something that I'm realizing is is coming is becoming more true is uh it's a very important thing to to be honest about the state of your mind, the state of what's concerning you, the state of what's not concerning you, the state of what you're excited about, just the state. Um, but what I've also realized is that the way that you do it needs to be done with strategy, needs to be done with empathy, needs to be done with clarity. Um I've had the unfortunate reality of seeing a lot of leaders that do it to the point where their facial expressions are very, very, uh, very, very tired. I've seen anxiety just written all over their face. I've seen body language just look depleted and and taxed. And uh, it was not fun to see that. And that can make employees feel completely uncomfortable. That can make employees feel... Uh, feel bad for you. Now, if it's to that degree, I think, you know, I would recommend therapy. I'd recommend prayer. You know, I'd recommend uh, other entrepreneurial leadership support outside of the organization. Um, Because if, if it's that stressful for you, then maybe there's operational shifts or leadership shifts or personal things you have to work through. But so I'm not talking about that. What I'm more or less talking about is um, I'm, I'm more or less talking about vulnerability around not knowing all the answers, around being honest about what's giving you anxiety at the moment in a good way. And that's something I probably need to work on as well, even as I'm saying it, is I, I often say to my fellow leaders, you know, I have a lot of anxiety right now and I always immediately go to in a good way because I think I think anxiety has a negative you know, connotation to it. And and I think rightfully so, right? There's a lot of data and studies and research and, you know, even in today's state, right, with COVID and um, all these things that are happening, you know, I think anxiety rightfully so has a negative connotation to it. But I also think for me anyway, I think, uh, I think anxiety breeds action. I think anxiety breeds thoughtfulness. I think for me, anxiety breeds uh, self-reflection. And so, 
you know, I think anxiety breeds awareness and attention to detail and double downing and focusing. And so when I say that to my partners, that's honestly what I'm saying is that um, I'm vulnerable enough to let you guys know that I'm feeling anxiety about this particular piece of this business, though I am so grateful that I'm even feeling this anxiety at this moment because I could not have you guys here with me. This this inevitable thing that we're trying to build could not be here at all. And so, you know, I, I do a decent job and I could always do better at uh, at trying to articulate that the way that I look at and observe and unpack anxiety is from a very positive lens. Because when I am feeling anxiety, what I'm really saying is I'm seeing a hole that needs to be filled and I'm so honored and grateful and excited to fill that hole with you guys. But the hole is there. Like that's one thing that is like very clear to me is that the anxiety, the anxiety makes the hole seem at times bigger than maybe what it is. But what it what the anxiety does for me is it actually does not allow me to be blind. I think a lot of leaders are blind. I think a lot of leaders ignore. I think a lot of leaders push things down. I think a lot of leaders try to act as if nothing is wrong. And so to to, to make this tight, because I'm starting to ramble here, what I think I'm trying to say, what I no, what I know I'm trying to say is the following. I believe there's a lot of leaders that that are not vulnerable, that push through, that are not transparent when they don't know something that are not transparent and vulnerable asking for help, that are not creating inclusive cultures in nature, that are not uh, that are not willing to admit when they are feeling nervous or anxious or or um, disappointed or 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 confused and they're looking for help to solve that. Because that's the real key, right? The real key is not to bitch, complain, you know, get angry, uh the real thing, and I've done this with Angela, I've done this with Claire, I've done this with Keith, I've done this with Naya, I've done this with Rasha, I've done this with uh, Andrew, I've done this with Derek, I've done this with uh, Rachel, I've done this with Zach, I've done this with every partner that I have. And I've said to them, here's my anxiety, here's what I'm feeling, I'm looking to you to help me feel better. I'm leaning into you, I'm looking for your support as a friend. As someone that I respect, as someone that I'm growing to love, as someone that is helping me accomplish this macro goal that we're all trying to accomplish. And so that's really what I'm saying is that I want to see more leaders lean into each other. I want to see more leaders lean into your people. I want to see more leaders lean into being comfortable with being uncomfortable because they know they can look to their left and they can look to their right and there are employees and fellow leaders and fellow executives and fellow managers and really just fellow people that are there to help. And that's what feels nice for me. And I just want others to feel that same way. And the only way you can get there is by building emotional glue. And the only way you can build emotional glue is if you are willing to not have someone meet you halfway, if you're willing to go all the way and be honest about what you're feeling. 
be vulnerable enough to look and seek and expect in a good way help and be ready to embrace it. You know, I'll I'll wrap it up this way. I've done this recently and Rachel said to me, are you ready for feedback? Are you open to feedback? And I start laughing and I say, you know that I am. I am ready. Give me anything that you can give me. I'm looking to you to help me feel better. And she gave me a lot of great advice and a lot of great support and a lot of great context and a lot of great thoughts. And that conversation ended with laughter. That conversation ended with love. And that conversation ended with intention and strategy and thoughtfulness. And so that's the big, that, that's for me the biggest point that I'm trying to bring home is um, leadership looks a little bit different than what a lot of people think it does. And at the startup level, when so much is happening, when so many things are up in the air, when fear and anxiety and doubt are top of mind, there's no better way than to lean into the hearts and the minds of those that are around you in a good way and be open to respect and appreciate their support, their direction, their advice and allow them to actually help you get better. Because if you get better, the business gets better. Employees first, partners first, others first, empathy first, business second.